here today. And uh, I'm so happy to see so many of you that have been gone or away and you're back. And so I praise God for that. Um, I'm going to ask my panelists to come. Mabel, Boriana, Sam, uh, you're going to find your seat here. Thank you. And our tech team will be giving them a microphone in just a minute. I also want to remind you, thank you, uh, you should all have a key. Hold your key up for me. You should have got it when you came in. Okay? If you didn't get it, raise your hand because I want you to have it for later. Oh, so many people didn't pick it up. Okay, hosting team. I want them to have a key, okay? So uh, keep your hand up, please. You're going to need that later. Really important. Also, you guys can sit down. Thank you. Uh, you also have a next generation uh, thing. So to remember that if you have teenagers, the teenagers are going to join um, Merit in the second service. Okay? So we praise God for that. Amen? Okay, I have multiple things here. Let me sit down. Awesome. Good morning, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Keep your hands up. They're going that way, too, on that side. You're going to get your keys for later. So first of all, just uh, I want to welcome my panelists. We're going to talk about being woven together in love's fabric. I want to give you our verse for the month, Colossians 2.2. It says, I am contending for you that your hearts will be wrapped in the comfort of heaven and woven together into love's fabric. This, everybody say this. This, questo. This will give you access to all the riches of God as you experience the revelation of God's great mystery, Christ. Amen? And so as we are woven together in love's fabric this morning, we really are going to be stronger in love. And lest you thought that that was just me saying that, I thought I would bring some friends with me today that would remind us um, who we are and why we are stronger in love, okay? I want you to remember some things from the previous weeks for this month. We are completely loved. Say completely. I want you to know that because it doesn't matter how old we are. We won't know. We won't identify who's the oldest on the platform. It doesn't matter how young you are. It doesn't matter if you have children or you don't have children yet. <laughs> uh, you are completely loved. The second thing is that we had such a good time last week celebrating the diversity of God's love. And I pray that even this morning you see that diversity as you look around and wave at each other and know that God loves us completely, even in our differences, right? That's so powerful. And that normally, without the mask, it means that we're not afraid to be honest and share what God is doing in our lives. And finally... Um, these people are here to help me remind you why we extend the love of Christ to others. So Sam is one of our university students. And uh, so Sam, tell us where you're from and how long you've been at ICF Rome. I'm from India. Uh, I've been here for four years. Awesome. Yeah. Uh -huh. And do you serve in ministry? Yeah. What do in you do? 
uh, working as platform for both in uh, passes. And the camera, you've been <laughs> in media too, he runs around. And uh, we're, we're glad you're here, Sam. Today is actually Sam's last uh, Sunday with us. And uh, so he's going to share in a minute about the love of Christ. But uh, he's actually going to India to marry his love. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. So he's on a new adventure of love. Mabel, tell us where you're from and how long you've been at ICF from. Okay, I'm Mabel and uh, from Liberia, but I was in Asia a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And you're married. How many children do you have? Here, hold it right here like this. There you go. I'm married and I have three kids. <laughs> How old is the youngest one? Uh, she's one year. One year. She's 11 months. 11 <laughs> months. Yeah, we dedicated her in December. Yeah. And the oldest one? She's 13. Awesome. And you've been at ICF Rome? Three months. Three months. She's a new, can we say welcome to the family? <laughs> and this is Boriana. Boriana, tell us who you are, where you're from. I'm from Bulgaria. I'm in Italy because I'm married for an Italian and military. Uh, and I'm in ICF from since, you know, from two and a half years, maybe, yes. And um, I am leading Thursday Connects group with my daughter from another mother, Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was helping in the sound booth because of the, my work. I cannot do now this anymore, but I'm still helping with Wednesday prayer nights and whatever I needed. So, yes. So one of the things I asked Boriana to speak to us about this morning, being woven together in love's fabric, is you serve online and on campus. So how, does the, how do those two things connect for you? Why is it important to be on campus as well as online? Um, actually, first of all, I'm in Rome like... Um, six years and I didn't have church and I was looking for church and actually I'm coming from the other part of the city where there is a very good and beautiful Italian church but I, I'm foreigner so I was um, searching for an international church and first I was watching the videos of Pastor Rick online so I want to know where I, I was coming to and um, when we came, um, it was like um, after that a very um, difficult period in my life. Um, but when we came, um, it was like I found home. So that is imp that's why it's important why we come to church because this is home. This yeah. is um, this is where we belong. But if we cannot come, <laughs> there is online yes. uh, church. We're talking so, to the online group yes, too. So, so this is Boriana who's in the chat for the online people. Boriana, so, wave at them so they know. <laughs> okay. So yes, it's um, it's very important. So we don't have excuses. I'm come. I'm need to do like uh, ten kilometers through whole city of Rome to come here driving. <laughs> so uh, there are no excuses, even with quarantine yeah. or, and restrictions we, we yes. get here don't we we get here yes. awesome and mabel tell us um you've only been here three months and have you started to get involved somehow already yes and what what are you doing uh singing the music thing yeah i started practice yesterday you came to practice yesterday and also are you going to the classes yes 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 awesome. it's my fourth connect classes awesome yes. and how did you know when you came here 
that this was a place where you would find God's love? Okay, firstly, um, when we got here, I told my husband, it has been two years that we haven't been in church. So I'm like, can we find somewhere that we go to feel the love of God? And he said, can you check online? And I checked online and I saw this church and I decided, asking, can you find this? And, he, and when I came the first day, I saw the music team. I felt so inspired, like this is what I've been longing for for long, like two years just been online and in person, I'm so blessed. So that's how I just felt love. And so I, even trying to get your family ready, the baby, three kids, getting to church, it's worth it for you. Of course, definitely. It's like, <laughs> it's like Saturday we are getting ready for Sunday morning. Isn't that awesome? I love that. I used to do that too with my three daughters on Saturday night. We washed hair. We would put rollers and curlers in here. We laid out the clothes. So on Sunday morning, it's like, you do this, you do this. Also, Boriana has a son. Michaeli, how old is he? Michaeli is um, 11 years old, and actually he um, is very much changed after he is started coming here. And uh, his kid's pastor, Joel, is like his... He's every time having um, like a uh, business plan how to help <laughs> poor or homeless and he wants to share them with Joel. So, that, I mean, he's... Amen, we're teaching he, our children to have the vision of love yes. for others, right? It's yes, so and good. you teach him, I mean, the church teach him how to be a giver, how he to has a giver attitude. So, so awesome, I love it. This is, Boriana yeah. will often send me a note from McKaylee. McKaylee wants you to know or wanted Pastor Rick to know or and it always touches me so very much. Sam, tell us uh, how did you know as a university student, you came here probably having some stress, you were gonna have to do your exams and live in a country where you didn't know. How did you know International Christian Fellowship was a place where you would find God's love? When we come here uh, in 2017, September 29th, we came here we are searching for um, uh, one international church. We have we have seen lot lot of uh, other churches, but um, there is nothing. Uh, when I when I started to coming here, um, I have seen lot of love here, lot of love, lot of friends, and lot of communication, and I have uh, here so many people are coming coming from different countries. But to, uh, here, the, here they're working as, as a uh, single, uh, like, um, together. I love that. They came yeah. as different countries, but they're working together. Working together. Singly. That I was attracted that. to me. One unit. Yeah, yeah, one unit. One, one family. Unit. One family. <laughs> yeah, that was attracted to me coming here. And um, um, so many people were uh, said to work in uh, services, but uh, I was ignored them. Recently, um, in 2018, you and Pastor Rick also decided to work in services and all, but I, co I couldn't work with Pastor Rick, but I, I got a chance to work with you. Yeah. Has that been good? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> how has it affected you? Like, how has it impacted your life to, to have a pastor? And I'm not just saying it because it's me, but I want you to understand, like, this is a family. Yeah. How has it impacted you, Sam? I know we've talked about this, but I wanted you to share your testimony this morning. Before entering the services in, with Pastor Jennifer, uh, I had a lot of pressure. 
about my future depression and headache i couldn't sleep uh, in the night and i i couldn't eat more, much more uh, when i entered the entered into service i lost everything like depression anxiety and negative thoughts and all that was changed in my life i i got a new hope in jesus awesome. I, about my future i got new visa and i got um, uh, i was thinking myself like um, in india my my parents and my um, relatives are looking for a goal for me but i couldn't get a goal for me from from they are uh, searching for me for three years but i couldn't get her <laughs> recently within one month uh, in 2021 mm-hmm. um, 20th December, God has spoke to uh, two words. Uh, I will bless you as Joseph blessed. There is one more kilometer for your blessing. Within one month, I got a goal. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what I want you to hear about what he just said. Let's give this. <laughs> the Bible says in Psalm 37, this is how much God loves us. You commit your ways to him. Trust in him and he will give you the desires of your heart. Each of these have said you were searching, you were looking, you felt like something was missing. Sam was talking about depression and anxiety. And honestly, we didn't have like lots of counseling sessions, did we, Sam? We haven't had many of those. It wasn't that. It was coming into the house of God, into the presence of God in worship and the word, and serving that transformed the way you looked at life exactly so that you were no longer anxious about your future nothing no 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 anxiety i will tell you now i have counseled him about marriage though we're going to make sure they get a really good start (laughs) and his beautiful bride to be we're talking with them as well but um so i really appreciate that the love of god in serving the lord changed your whole i mean your whole outlook physically, emotionally. This, this guy is smiling. I wish we could take the mask off more often because he's smiling and laughing now. Thank you. Thank you. I see your family. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Mabel, you were telling me, you, you mentioned it a little bit, but you have children. So um, what, what happens here for your kids that has impacted them or made you feel comfortable to come and serve and be a part of? There are so many things concerning the big one. The very first day she entered into the sanctuary, when she went into the children's church, I think she saw Joel. And he, the way he, he cares for the kids, I mean, it's so extraordinary. And she's like, every Sunday, I want to come. The shocking thing of it is that the smaller one, he's not the type to be around people. He will always be with his parents. But Joel... When you go for him, Joel got him in his hands. And Joel cannot help you. He said, no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. So for that reason, every Sunday they want to come to service because, I mean, they feel so loved. <laughs> for me, what inspired me first is when I saw you that Sunday and you spoke of love. Christ loved the church and your love for the congregation. I'm like, wow. It seems like she loved people. And you didn't only speak of it, like I said, you demonstrate that you truly love people. And I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. I love you too. And we're so happy, Mabel and her family. Where is Alfred here? Where is he? 
back there with the baby. <laughs> Everybody look back there and wave at the other part of the family. We'll give you another turn another time, okay? We're so thankful that um, we are a family church. And whether you have a family or you're a single or you come and your husband hasn't attended with you yet, maybe once or something, but it doesn't matter because this is a place where love abounds for everyone. Boriana, um, anything else that you would add just about why is it important to receive the ministry and then to flow in serving the Lord? How does that affect being woven together in God's love? It um, it um, um, teaches us how to how to react, and um, you know, through all these um, two years when we are in kind of this strange situation here in Italy, they um, they've learned the word resilience, resilienza, yes. but. Um, I've already know what this word means. Actually, it's staying next to me. <laughs> you are resilience. Uh, I mean, this is the image of resilience, and um, this helps us how to react and um, how to um, uh, what our attitude must to be when we are facing difficult situations. And uh, you know this phrase, when la uh, life gives you lemons, make a lemonade. But I say when life gives you lemon, lemons, just ask Holy Spirit because sometimes they can be lemons, they can be <laughs> lemonade, they can be lemon curd. And this is important to know to, um, as I say, going on dates with Holy Spirit, it's important. And this is what church is uh, teaching us. And this is helping us um, be woven. And um, this is helping us not to forget that God loves us. And it's important to come to church online or on campus or and to follow all these events that we have, like prayers, um, everything, because... Um, you know, people are friendly. We are coming from different cultures. Um, this is a shock sometimes. We are different. And, um, you know, this helps very much um, Michele because he's going to a public school and, like, half of his class is, um, like, um, people from different countries. Uh, he's Italian-Bulgarian. There is a kid he's, who is Italian-Japanese. You know, all different countries. They have a Portuguese. They have people from uh, kids from Bangladesh. But this helps him being in church, being in a cultural different church. Uh, helps him to um, to show love, uh, to show acceptance because kids are different. They have a different uh, needs, and church helps. God helps. Mm -hmm. Your um, the whole people who are serving here, and their hearts are full with love, and uh, this is help. Amen. To live. I love it. I love it. Um, we're gonna. I have a few thoughts I want to give you. So, um, Sam, if you'll just stand, and ladies, you can thank you so much. Can you give our panel a, a Thanksgiving? You can just. Thank you so much. You guys can just go, and we're gonna. Will you just extend your hands to Sam? Come here, Sam. Will you just extend your hand towards Sam? We're going to pray over him that the Lord will truly continue to meet his needs, 
to bless his desires and to let the anointing of serving God be strong in his new relationship and new marriage. Father, I thank you so much for each one who comes and we launch them into a new endeavor. We pray that Sam and his beautiful bride will come back to us in a few months and we will be able to celebrate with them together as a family. But today, Lord, we pray for a hedge of protection, a hedge of health. And Lord, I pray for a double portion of anointing of strength and courage and confidence in the Lord that what he has experienced here is not going to stop or finish. It's going Going to bloom and flourish in the name of Jesus. And we bless them today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much. Amen. God is so faithful. Did you enjoy that? Yeah. Yes, I did too. That, oh, come on. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> That's good. Um, so today, I want to quickly give you some things. Because I think sometimes we forget how to let love flow, or we don't know why we don't feel what someone else feels. So the first thing I want to give to you this morning is four locks that block love. And I had a chain. I'm going to have to have it for the second service. I don't know what we did with it. We'll get a chain. I had a chain, but you see that lock, okay? And... um, I want you to know that there are some enemies of love, that the enemy of our soul, not the human enemies, okay? Remember where your help comes from. Your help comes from the Lord. So also, the things that try to block love come from the enemy of our soul. The Bible says it is the devil. So the first one is fear. I love that Sam, we didn't script it. Everybody said what God put on their heart. But I love that Sam said when he first came, he was anxious and depressed. And there was maybe some fear in him of, am I in the right place? Am I doing the right thing? And that fear can be that you're afraid of rejection. So maybe you're going to not love too much because you don't want to be rejected. Maybe you're afraid of failure. You won't be like someone else. Um, But the Bible says there is no fear in love. Amen? There is no fear in love. And so the other kind of the the subnote of fear would be comparison. If you try to compare your story to any of these stories, it may be similar, but it's also going to be different. Amen? My story is different than someone else's story. And so... Don't let the fear of comparison and rejection, don't let that stop you or block you from feeling the love of God. The second one is allowing impure thoughts and actions to invade your life. You know, I love to make you happy and to speak the word of life, but the Bible is full of guideposts right? The Bible is full of biblical values that teach us for a reason how to walk with God. And when we allow ourselves to have impure thoughts, impure actions that invade our life, and then we wonder, why are we in turmoil? Why is this person not being steadfast to me? The Bible says to choose a path, choose you today who you will serve, And the Lord will help you. He'll give you strength. He'll give you his love. 
But we have to recognize that we can't, Yao said it this morning, again, we, I love how when God works it all together, God works in wonderful ways. And so he helps us when we choose his ways and let go of those impure thoughts and actions and that could be so many things. And I, we used to say when I was a young person, we would have a clothesline and say, okay, here's the sin, you know, adultery, stealing, killing, gossip, gluttony, uh, backbiting. I don't do that because the Bible is very clear. And I want you to read the Bible. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, is the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit reveals to you what's right and pure and godly. If you have a question about it, maybe you shouldn't do it. And the Lord will help you, okay? We'll get to that in a minute. The third thing that I think blocks the true love of God is when we idolize a false love. What do I mean by that? You're looking for a person, not just a person like a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. It could be you're looking for a person that will be like your best friend. Or you're looking for a person that will be like the best boss ever, that you'll just love them so much to the point that you idolize that false love more than what God has for us. And I believe that when we allow God to fill us and Jesus gives us that fulfillment, I'm a witness to it. My life is a testimony to it. No matter what comes and goes in my life, whether it's the love of my life, my husband of 43 years that's now celebrating in heaven, I am still complete in Christ Jesus because my true love is the love of God. Somebody say amen on that. Only Jesus can give your heart that fulfillment. And then, like Sam, God did things in Sam's life that put that love into perspective because he wasn't ready to find his soulmate. His, uh, I don't even like to use that word. God is our soulmate. But his bride, okay? I don't think he was ready. Sam, I don't think you were ready until you let go of those false expectations and you let God be the fulfillment of true love in your life. And there's, I mean, we could probably say there's 10, 100 locks that block love, but I'm just giving you four today. The fourth one is unforgiveness. And I want to say to you that sometimes we let people in our lives, and we love them, and we're happy that they're in our life. But there was someone else who hurt you. There was someone else who betrayed you. There was someone else who let you down. And you you're like, I let them go, I'm, I'm done with that person, I'm over it. But maybe you haven't ever really, truly forgiven them. Now hear me, because I want you to know this. Forgiveness does not mean that the wrong is made right. Forgiveness does not always mean reconciliation. And that's hard to navigate sometimes. Forgiveness means I release that person into the judgment hand of God and say, Lord, you're the spirit of truth. You will reveal truth to what needs to happen, but I will not hold that unforgiveness in my life anymore. I didn't have it in my notes to share with you, but some of you know that our daughter was kidnapped, kept for over a year, 
abused in every way you can imagine. And it was very hard to forgive the abuser, the perpetrator. And during that period of time, when we didn't know where she was, if she would survive or not, and that was many years ago, and now she's wonderful and healed and whole, and she has a beautiful husband. I have a wonderful son-in-law and amazing children. But my husband said something to me that changed our destiny. It unlocked any blocks to God's love. After about six months, he said, I cannot forgive that man. But Jesus in me can. And I'm not going to stop it from happening anymore. Here's a father who wants to protect his daughter, who wants to rescue her. And he can't. And we weren't able to for over a year. But he knew that up until that point, he literally was ready. He could have taken that man's life, I think, if, if he had ever had the opportunity to be one-on-one. I prayed really hard during that period of time. But there was something that God did in his life where he said, I have to forgive. And when he did that, the answer didn't come back right away. We didn't get her back in those next few weeks or months. It was still another several months. And then after we got her back, she was very broken. And there were times when we had to practice forgiveness over and over and over again. Every time she had a physical crisis, I had to go back to my altar and say, God, I forgive this man who did this terrible back injury to her. I forgive this man who did this terrible abuse to her soul. I forgive him. I release him. I'm here to be what I need to be to the person that I love. And I say that to you because I do believe in being honest. I do believe in saying that through Christ we are resilient, Boriana. And that if I let unforgiveness block what God has for me, it's really on me. Right? He's given us the ability through Jesus Christ to forgive and release Then today, I want you to get your keys out. And somebody said there's only one key, even though there's three keys to unlock. And then somebody else said to me, well, there was four blocks. So why do we only have three keys to unlock? So I want you to know that the fourth key that unlocks God's love is you. So everybody say, I'm number four. You're the fourth key to unlock. But that's, you know... Really, we have many keys on both sides. These are just the ones I want to give you this morning. These, I believe, will open the pathway for God's love to flow to you. The first one is honesty. We have to be honest with God. We have to be honest with ourselves. None of us is perfect. Any one of these people, Sam was very honest about his testimony and some of those dark places he was in at the beginning until God's love began to flow. When you open your heart to God, he understands you. And so I've given you this. I pray that you will put it somewhere so that when something starts to block you, you will say to God, this hurts. This makes me mad. This makes me frustrated, God. I can be honest with God, and that allows God's love to flow in my life. It really is right You know, even in the Ten Commandments, it says, don't bear false witness. So I would say that's true even of your own life. Don't bear false witness to yourself. Be honest about what's going on in your life. The second thing I believe that opens our hearts 
and the pathway to God's love is being able to look forward. Without a vision, the people perish. It's not just a vision for the church or for the church family, but it's a vision of where does God want to take you? What does God want to do with you and me? I believe he wants us to be used by him, to be the light in this dark world. And so I want you, Nahum, thank you for joining the worship team and learning to play the guitar. He's one of our young international high school students learning to trust the Lord. Praise God for that. I'm thankful for what you're learning and you're looking forward. Amen? Don't look backward. You know, we, we look back and we see where God has taken us from, for sure, Mabel. The things that you guys walked through in Asia before you got here, difficult places, but you kept looking forward. Alfred, you kept looking forward for your family. You said, I got to see where's God want my family to be in this period. Look forward, and God is going to be a part if you will let him. Eyes on the prize, right? It's not about running the race. It's also about winning the race. And you win when you get to heaven. You win when you hear, well done, good and faithful servant. But you know what? God wants us to live an abundant life right now. So every day, I'm a winner. Say, I'm a winner. Say it. I'm a winner. Every day, you're a winner with God when you look forward. And third is to be courageous, be caring, be Christ-like. I know that's three right there by itself. But you have to be caring. And remember, maybe you were afraid of rejection. Maybe someone hurt you. And so you've been afraid to show your caring tendency. But God put that in us from the beginning. He knew who you would be. He knew what you would go through. And he wants you to care for one another. And that's being Christ-like. Amen? Jesus had to be courageous when he went to the cross, Jesus had to be courageous when he was sitting on the hill with all those thousands of people and he didn't have any, they didn't have any food to feed them and the disciples were saying, what are we going to do? Any of you ever felt like that in the last 16 months or so? What are we going to do? We've had to be courageous. But that is a key to keeping the love of God flowing in our life. And you, remember, you are one of those keys. You are that fourth key. I want you to look at this slide again. Stronger in love. I want you to remember that love of God supersedes everything else in our lives. And so I want you to understand why you live for God. Not just what to do. What is religion? What is guidebooks? What is the rule book? That's the what. The why is because I'm stronger in the love of God. The why is because God loves me and he loves you and he gave us that love for a reason. That's the why. So I believe there will be these evidences of God, complete love throwing, flowing through your life. Here's what blocked it. Here's what you can do to open it. And here's what I believe you'll see as evidence. Number one, you'll be content. The joy of the Lord is your strength. It doesn't mean I'm always like happy and singing a song. But I will be content deep in here where love matters, where the peace of God matters. 
Each one of these have expressed, uh, I wish you could know more about their testimonies because there were times when it wasn't peaceful in their circumstances. But the love of God gives us contentment. The second is that you rejoice when, for others when they do well. That's the evidence that you have the complete love of God flowing. No comparison. I'm thrilled for this one and I'm thrilled for that one. And I'm thrilled for me in the middle of my process. We rejoice for each other when we do well. And lastly, you don't keep it hidden. You share it. That's what we're doing here. That's why I had the panel today. That's why I want you to participate in serving in ministry. Because as you share, the love flows, right? Who wants to make a big, beautiful feast and spend all those hours in the kitchen and the grocery store getting it all ready? And not have anybody to share it with. We share the blessings of God. So as you understand this complete love of Christ, you will be stronger in love. If you felt weak this week, I want you to feel the love of God this morning. I want the worship team to come. I want you to know that experiencing the complete love of Christ makes life, living life, a privilege, not a punishment. I want to say it again. Experiencing the complete love of Christ makes living life a privilege, not a punishment. God loves us, and he wants us to experience his love. If God could make a man out of dust, if he could close the mouth of a lion for Daniel in the lion's den, if he could part the Red Sea for Moses with a million Israelites behind him saying, what are you going to do? If he could make the sun stand still for Joshua. If he could open the prison bars for Peter and Paul. Right? If he could put a baby in the arms of Sarah who was an old, old woman. Fulfilling the desire of her heart to be a mother, if he could raise Lazarus from the dead, if he could rescue my daughter, if he can heal my heart, if he can restore my vision and my purpose, he can do it for you. He loves us. He is a miracle-working God, and the wonders of God are amazing. I want you to stand with me all over this place, and I want you to know that I am praying that today, something about the love of God will get deep inside of you so that you will serve the Lord in every aspect of your life, when you wake up and when you lay down. So, Father, right now, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, for the testimonies today. I thank you for the time of worship. And as we close this service and we prepare to go into classes where it teaches us how to connect and grow and serve, God, I pray, I pray that the love of Christ would permeate every person's life in this room. And I'm going to ask you while you're standing there, and we're going to sing as we go. We're going to sing as we go, okay? This morning, I believe that we need to say, I want to be more in love with Jesus. So if that's you, I want you to raise your hand. I want to be more in love with Jesus. All over this room, yeah. I want to be more in love with Jesus.
I want to be more in love with Jesus. Yes. I want to be more in love with Jesus. Yes. He wants to love you. He made you. He has plans for you. He hasn't forgotten you. He doesn't care how old or young you are. Father, right now in the name of Jesus. You see these ones who are reaching out to you say, Jesus, I need to be more in love with you. I need to serve you. I need to trust you. I need to let you heal the unforgiving places in my heart. Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name, every wounded soul will feel the hands of God healing the heart, restoring vision and purpose so that they can look forward. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I went over a little bit, so I bless you in the name of the Lord. The worship team is going to sing, and I want you to know I'm here to pray with you. Okay? I love you. I want you to know that the love of the Lord never fails. Amen? Let's worship as, as you prepare to go. God bless Lord. you. Praise the Lord. Can you just say thank you, Jesus, for giving me a word for my life for this new beginning of 2022. I'm so glad you joined us today. And I want to pray with you. You know, maybe last year your heart got lukewarm, your heart got discouraged, or maybe you've never given your heart to Jesus. This is the day where you can start the whole new year with Jesus in charge. He wants to make you complete so I want to invite you to pray with me right now that Jesus will be completely yours in every area of your life. Will you do that with me? Let's pray together. I'll pray and you pray with me because we're going to declare over your life that Jesus is completely yours. So Father, I thank you for touching my life. You say it. Father, thank you for touching my life. I invite you right now to come into every part of my heart and my mind. Come into every part of my heart and my mind. Jesus, I want to be completely yours. Jesus, I want to receive the complete love that you have for me. And from this day forward, from this day forward, I give all of my life to Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for saving my life, for renewing my vision for what lies ahead in my life. I'm going to serve you all the days of my life with your help in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad you prayed that prayer. And if you did, I want you to send me an email. I pray for you. I am thankful for you. I love receiving those emails. And we're going to help you. We've got things we can send you, resources, so that you walk in victory. You know, we can't walk alone. And God wants you to walk in complete victory, no matter the circumstance. I also know that maybe you have some big decisions facing you for 2022. Maybe you say, Pastor Jen... I need that other kind of prayer where the Holy Spirit just comes upon me and just renews my, my conviction that God is in charge of my life. So whatever you're facing today, I want to pray for you. I want to pray that the miracle working power and love and grace of God would just completely fill that room where you're watching from today. So Lord, I thank you that you have given us this word that we are complete in you and that you have a complete and beautiful plan for our lives. No matter what feels like it's missing, God, if you're not missing, we're complete. So Lord, I pray for miracles. I pray for job decisions. 
visions. I pray that open doors would swing wide and it would be evident that it is your your blessing, your plan. Lord, I pray against discouragement right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that the weariness of the past would be gone and defeated in Jesus' name and that there would rise up within the one listening to this prayer right now a new hope, a new joy, a new love for life that says, Lord, I'm still here. I have a plan and a purpose for God to do my life with. And so, Lord, I thank you that you're going to be with the ones who are with you right now. They're going to be encouraged. They're going to be... Um, motivated to share a testimony. And as you share, let the hope and the life and the victory of Jesus come forth. Your miracle is on the way in Jesus' name. Your miracle is in motion right now in Jesus' name. The prayers that you have prayed for maybe a year, two years, I believe you're going to see the promises of God unfolded and revealed in Jesus' name. We are excited for what God wants to do. I love you. I bless you. I can't wait to see you in our online on Wednesday night. A lot of things are going to be um, multiplying at ICF Rome. We're not going to shrink back, but we're going to expand on campus and online, and we want you to stay apart and be apart and invite someone else. It could change their life forever. So I'm blessing you for 2022. Are you ready? Let's go do this.